0: Okay, Coach.
1: Oh, hello there.
0: <laughs> Long time no see since yeah. yesterday.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So we're right in the middle of a coaching intensive. We get lots of topics to discuss in yes, coaching we
1: do. don't we? we do. <laughs> it's
0: almost like I feel we have to have a disclaimer at times.
1: Sometimes we do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> and, you know, really what's funny is what we're doing, it, it, you know, we practice these things. They're not necessarily even our own ideas. No, we just distilled it in, into a system that works, right?
1: Exactly. But
0: boy, the people that get in there, they're just like, "What?" <laughs> just, like they're subconscious. Like we were saying, it's like we're out, you know, fighting against our subconscious. Like it's on blows.
1: That's exactly right. It's like I'm drinking water out of a fire hose. I don't understand that,
0: but it's okay because it's okay. it starts. Like it starts making sense. you know
1: Exactly.
0: And uh, so go ahead and introduce yourself, and then I'll introduce myself. We're going to dive in because you're on fire today. Gandalf is in the house.
1: Yes. Well, this morning, <laughs> we're just going to say I am Coach Greg McNeil because that is the person I need okay. to be today.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. And uh, I'm Sherry, owner of Genius Communication, partner in crime here. And uh, very excited about what we're going to talk about. So, Coach, I'm going to let you just dive in. And I guarantee there's going to be points, probably several points Mm -hmm. throughout this podcast where truth confronts BS. So if you Mm -hmm. feel yourself kind of getting a little ruffles feathered or what about this or what about that, just know that's what's happening right there. And then pause if you need to and then get back to the podcast. Don't let it distract you.
1: Okay. So... All right, here we go. So one of the things I want to talk about is the process of belief, real belief, Mm -hmm. and how we translate that belief into the things, the experiences, and the things that we want in our life, right? I
0: like how you said anchoring our faith.
1: Exactly. That's exactly what we want to do. But in order to do that, we have to have an understanding of what we mean when we say we have faith. Right. Okay. So to the Christian, I would say, how do you know that you have faith? Good right. Question. Mm-hmm. What prayer process do you use that determines whether or not if you have faith? And one of the things that is really important is that when we are talking to individuals, they like to break it up into, well, I have faith in God, and then I have faith in this process. Wrong answer,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right? Faith is just what it is. You have faith in yourself. You have faith in infinite intelligence. You have faith in the entity that you call God, if that's true for you. But still, how do you know if you have it? Well, if we use a mathematical formula, it all has variables, X, Y, and Z. So X, Y, and Z can mean anything. So with that in mind, how do you know if you have faith or not? This pause is for you to think about it. How do you know? So let me help you out. When you pray, you are said to pray with the idea That you have already received it. Yes. That is your requirement to have an effective prayer. Not moving around, doubting, getting on your knees, you're crying and you're moping and you're scared as hell. Oops, excuse my language. Well, I guess I can say that. Hey, (laughs) it's
0: hell yeah life. I mean, that's (laughs) our intensive. (laughs) Exactly.
1: So if you're in fear, if you're in doubt, I don't care what you tell other people, you're not in a place of prayer and you're not in a place of faith. Mm -hmm. So if you're not getting what you want, you only have to look at what you are transmitting to your own mind or to the person, to the entity that you believe in when you're on your knees praying, but you're praying in a fearful and doubting way Mm -hmm. so you don't get up smiling and feeling that you've been fulfilled, you're thinking something opposite. Mm -hmm. And if that is the case, now you know why your life or the things that you say you want most are not present in your life, right?
0: You can even have physical sensations. Exactly. From, like fear and stuff.
1: Exactly. And one of those is you're scared, mm-hmm. right? Because the minute you get scared, you can feel it in your body. Your stomach is tight. Maybe your jaw is tight. Your throat, you can't <clears> throat> you're can't. you trying to clear your throat or whatever that is. And your mind is racing. You can't settle in on anything because you're scared. A scared Mind is not the mind that is processing faith, Mm -hmm. right? So I don't knock a person's belief, but like most things, it's not what you tell us that we're paying attention to, it's what you do. So when you start using speech that undermines the very things that you say you want or that you say you are, Mm -hmm. you're not in a place of faith, Mm -hmm. right? So again, how do you know you have it? When you pray. When you ask for things, when you set an intention like a definite chief aim, when you do, you do so with the understanding that once that thought is com- uh, complete or your mouth is closed, you should have a smile on your face. You should be rejoicing because you know it's coming to you. Yeah. If that feeling that you have in your stomach doesn't feel like it matches the prayer you just gave, mm-hmm. guess what? The feeling is going to win, and you are not going to have what you say you want because you're not in the place that you think you are. You're in the place of fear, not the place of faith, and it's really important for our listeners to understand that. So it doesn't matter what book you open. If your mind is processing fear, then you're disconnected from the source that you say you're believing in.
0: I think uh, a few thoughts because... You know, <clears throat> excuse me, man, mm-hmm. I've been sniffing with my nose. I'm not sick. I just think pollen or something. But when I look at, because, um, you know, I am in the Christian world mm-hmm. um, and of the Christian faith. And so when I hear you talking, you know, one of the things that I've really been pondering lately, like mm-hmm. probably the last years, but mm-hmm. like pointedly in the last two to three weeks is mm-hmm. this thing as far as faith and you know practicing versus you just identify with something Mm -hmm. and uh one of the things i have found at least in the circles that i run in um which you know me i try i mean i don't like a lot of what i see you know so (laughs) i keep that very limited just so you know i'm not into christianity for christianity's sake but anyway one thing that i've noticed is it's almost like you know i'll sit down with someone and you know their marriage is falling apart or You know, relationship with their child or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, right? And I will always, you know, hear stuff like, um, you know, the devil sure is attacking our marriage. And I will be like, no, 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 stop. Because you're attributing something that actually has nothing to do with any devil. It has to do with you and your spouse's choices as to why you are here. It's the same thing with like temptation, right? Everybody's like, oh, the devil made me do it. No. See, now I'm going to be preaching. You know yeah, what I'm saying? so that's
1: a Flip so Wilson show. Now by the you way. got
0: James uh, 1 that says, no, you're drawn away by desire and thought.
1: Exactly.
0: So, all that to say, Is that when people say they have faith, what they often do is become passive and they pass the buck Mm -hmm. to the devil or God, Mm -hmm. even good things. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, absolutely, I, to me, God gives blessings. I have no problem with that. Wisdom will get them for you too. (laughs) But... Uh, I have no problem with that. But I also know I'm not just, Coach, you've you know, seen me. I don't just sit on the couch eating, donut, eating donuts waiting for the blessings to knock on my door. I cooperate with my faith.
1: I'm right? telling you. Thank you. Hello.
0: So that's what I I see sometimes is where people will take faith and they'll make it a passive thing mm-hmm. where there's no... Uh, speech or action that goes along with what they're mm-hmm. telling us mm-hmm. they believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's where, you know, if you know you have faith, you're actually doing mm-hmm. what you've received. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. So, and and it's not to say you may not be a little nervous, you know, because people have like wounding, they have impositions people mm-hmm. have on. We saw that a lot. Right. Uh, but you still know that you know. It doesn't matter if you have a little bit of the tummy flutters, you're going to do it and that's
1: it. Exactly. We're human beings. So let's be really clear about something. Whenever we embark on something that is new for us or it's challenging in some form, we can always feel that little bit of nervousness. But that's not the same thing as imprinting fear into your mind, and like
0: even terror, exactly terrified.
1: Exactly. So it's like, okay, look, um, are you going to jump off the high dive for somebody like me? No, no. That ain't got a damn thing to do with my faith. I can't
0: swim. Mm -mm. uh -uh. No skill. Yep.
1: Sorry, I forgot. I'm still seeing you on that, that, that. Oh, golly. Excuse me. I'm still seeing you on that. that uh, wake, What board was that you were on?
0: Oh. <laughs> that, was the, <laughs> that was the, so, okay, I just, met, I messed coach up. So, <laughs> I forgive. can't swim. I go to Colorado. My friend's like, hey, do you want to do paddle boarding? Now, I used to have a tremendous fear of the water. But I'm like, shoot, yeah, as long as you get me a life jacket. So, anyway, so we go in one day, and I was wearing Dame Capri, you know, workout leggings. And so I have this weird looking tan on my legs, right? So then she's like, hey, you want to go the next day? And I'm like, sure. So I wore, <laughs> wore my leggings, and then I put on white socks, like guy socks, to try to hide what got tanned. And then I was wearing a life jacket and a hat, so I looked like, um, uh, the Gilligan, ACDC Gilligan's leading Island. singer. Anyways, I'm out in the middle of a water metal, I didn't care, you know. And by the way, I saw have that ridiculous tan. It's ridiculous. Mm. I've never been able to get rid of it. But So that's what happened. Coach just got caught up in that ridiculous...
1: Excuse me. She hit me. She hit me with a memory, you see, and it took me sideways. So what I'm saying is it can happen to all of us, right? Oh, wow. But again, right... A little nervousness, a little fear, a little anxiety is often an experience that's typical for us. The difference between having that initial <gasps> "Wow, I'm not really sure" versus I making statements in your mind that say, "I cannot do this," right? Right. You know, those types of things make the imprint. Once you're like, once you start something off in your mind, which is I. Yeah cannot, don't want, not capable of anything in which you sign a value that reduces your worth or your ability. You're making an imprint in your subconscious mind.
0: Okay, so I have a question, Coach. Yes, ma'am. All right, so one of the things I'm noticing with some of the people I mentor is, okay, so they'll they'll get, you know, maybe their chief aim or whatever. It's mm-hmm. so their goal. And because definite chief aim is totally different from a goal, right. but they'll get they'll they'll get whatever, mm-hmm. and then they will like take something like that is a small step or a, a, or whatever, and they will add to it. Mm-hmm. In other <clears throat> words, they'll like create a picture that is so big
1: mm-hmm. that
0: anybody would be scared. And, right, and I I've almost found. That's like a fear response, mm-hmm. like an excuse to just not do even a small part of that. So like we could take it to public speaking.
1: That's right. If
0: anyone would have told me when I was a kid that I would be public speaking in front of anyone, I would oh. have had a heart attack.
1: Right. There
0: is no way. Right. I had no interest. I did not want to do it. And I've been like, y'all are crazy. Mm-hmm. It's even in my DNA. Remember, I've mm-hmm. told people mm-hmm. it fear of public speaking is in my mm-hmm. DNA. And here I do it all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's you can't seal your future with saying that, number one, you'll never do something because you don't always know that, right? Nope. But the other thing is don't blow up one thing that you know you want to do in this moment to something where you think you're talking before thousands of people mm-hmm. or playing the Olympics or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I think we exaggerate, I, I think is what I'm trying to say, we exaggerate the present moment into a future. And I, and it gives us an excuse to not do that thing. And to me, that's a fear response. It Am I is, making sense?
1: Yes, you are. It is a fear response reaction, right? Okay. It's a reaction, reaction. right? Yeah. But it is also a defense mechanism because now we're taking the person to the point where we're saying your behavior uh, presently, your current form of thinking, you've agreed that it does not serve you. So you have now said, can you help me to get to the next place? The help comes to you. Right. As soon as it does, the reaction is, wait a minute. Now, all of a sudden, there is no shielding. you. The case has been opened. The flower has opened. It's bloomed. You now have to step into that space of responsibility and recognize that what happens next has to do with you, and it's going to start with your thinking. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I want to throw this in there again because I work with so many different people, and and as a result of that, it's like, look, know who you're working with. So... If I'm talking to the person that says, I'm a Christian, okay, wonderful. Well, here it is. This is what you're required to do, right? You can ask for something and say, well, I need to ask God for that. A person like me, the non-preaching type, I'm going to say, stop right there. Because according to your own Bible, you've already been given what you want. Right. What you need to do according to the scripture is... You need to have the faith of a mustard seed, because if you did, you could move mountains, right? Or if you ask correctly, you would have what you want, right? Mm -hmm. But if you don't have what you want, it's because you're not asking for it correctly. You are asking for it from the standpoint of some fear, right?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Which means that you are not in a place of faith. No matter what you tell other people, yeah. no matter how many times you've been dunked in that water, if you don't change the way you think about things, you're not going to change the patterns that's in your life, and it's really important that we understand that. Your thoughts are the goal. Your thoughts are your reality not everything else it's like nothing is happening to you you are creating that reality by your thinking process Mm -hmm. but if you're not responsible for your thoughts you think it's fate Mm -hmm. because you don't recognize that you sowed the seeds of that experience that's coming to you weeks months maybe even years ago
0: well and then you have where like you know people will ask for things and then um They're like, well, he didn't ever answer me. So it reminds me of, um, I've heard that before, it reminds me of the joke where the guy's on top of a building and it's flooding, and then he ends up in heaven dead. Yeah. And he's like, you didn't save me. And God's like, I sent you a helicopter. I sent you a boat. I mean, (laughs) you know, and you wouldn't take it. It's like, we will pray, uh, at least in some of my circles, pray, and then what we think... You know, again, it's like there's God wants me to actually cooperate, you know, and I think where sometimes what will happen is impositions will come in where people think, oh, well, no, that's not how that works because, you know, I'm just a human, I, I can't do all those things. I'm supposed to just ask and then receive. No, that word, if you look it up, it is an action word, right? But it requires cooperation. So whatever your faith level or whatever, wherever you put it, faith is an action word. It it's is always an action word. It will always be an action word. And so what happens a lot of times, you know, if, like if we take it to the Christian aspect, it's like they pray for a better life, better job, whatever, and then all of a sudden they're having to learn new skills and they're miserable and they're like, "What's this?" And it's like, "Hey, you got what you asked for. I can't move you in a position of something without you at least knowing how to do it." You know, like. It's, it's skill, it's knowledge, it's cooperation. It is. You said something. You said um, in the pre-show, trust the process.
1: That's right.
0: Dive that, into that a little bit.
1: That's right. So everything we do is a process. So mm-hmm. springtime is coming and they say, well, guess what? You can't plant these vegetables before Mother's Day, right? Because there'll be a freeze and they'll die. So that's a process. So you plant yeah. seeds after, right? Well, when mm-hmm. you are in the process of building any experience or working towards some outcome, nothing happens for you in 60 seconds. Right. It's too quick. Yeah. So everything that you're doing then is always a part of a process. The difference in whether or not if you know you're in the process is your thinking process, right? Mm-hmm. Your thinking function. So, Can
0: I expound?
1: Yeah. So for instance... We talk about the definite chief aim Mm -hmm. that we want to achieve. So we write down in the affirmative that thing which we know we have. But we also know that some things come at different times, right? Some things can be here in three weeks. Some things will be three months. Some things will be a year. But they're always on time. Mm -hmm. So trusting your process means first you have faith that you're going to get that you're going to produce, that you're going to make, be, do, or have, whatever it is, is your definite chief aim. You start with that notion first because that's where your faith begins, right? That's where your desire goes to work. And because you are now thinking accurately, you know that a plan that you put in place, it cannot come to fruition until all of those other things are put in place. What do I mean? Well, I'm going back to school in September to create to complete another title in the back of my name, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to take me a couple of years to do that. Mm-hmm. That is a process for me, and in that process, there are a number of different things that's going to be required for me before I reach the goal. But I trust it at the start. Mm-hmm. The minute I conceive that this is what I'm getting ready to do I've, already surrendered to that process and I'm happy. So what do I do? Day one, day two, day three, four, five, day 36, day 378. I do the same thing that I did in day one. I work on my faith in my process, which is to say my ability to achieve what I want. I work at it Daily, Mm -hmm. right? I start in the morning. I'm thinking about it throughout the day, and I go to bed with it at night, right? I keep making that impression on my subconscious mind. This is what I am. This is what I'm going to have. And so, when I get to year one, year two, year three, I'm not surprised that I'm holding this document in my hand, and it says, "Congratulations, Dr. Greg McNeil." Mm -hmm. But guess what? It started a couple of years ago. Yeah, and that's That's how it is with everything.
0: So when you were talking, because we talked about timing and different things, one of the podcasts reminded reminded Mm -hmm. me of that. But here's um, when you say trust the process. So the the synopsis, you know, is like you've got your definite chief aim. You know, that's what you've got uh, before you even possess it. Right? That's right. It's already settled. So then when you're in the process, what's interesting is you're settled. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, it doesn't mean you don't have like obstacles or pivots or things like that that occur. Uh, Even emotional things to work through. It's just you are just step by step every single minute of every single day getting you closer, right? So the questions of how and what if and trying to figure things out doesn't come in because to you and myself, that's how I operate. I know it's already done. I Mm -hmm. I don't need any validation, and I don't need anything to fall into place. I just know what I have set as my DCA, it's already done, right?
1: That's right. So
0: then what that produces is that trust in the process. That's right. Now, here's what's important. And these are signs that people need to look for. Because when you said that, I thought, oh, this is good right here. And I was thinking, I hope it is. If not, just withhold any fist bumps. (laughs) Okay. You got First of all, over-attachment to an expected outcome. Right. You have to make sure that you are flexible in achieving your DCA, right? Ding, 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 ding. Yes. Because if you are over attached to what it looks like what you expect it to look like how fast or slow you expect it to be and it's not then it can get you off kilter
1: that's not a faith process right
0: because Mm. the only expected outcome you need to be attached to is the dca that's it how it occurs you let go of that
1: none of your business none of your concern right that's right okay
0: second thing you got to look for two response reactions let's say reactions coach uh striving Or procrastination. Mm. Both are fear. Mm -hmm. So you can see people where they may get their DCA, but then all of a sudden they're like, they're trying to make a DCA that's going to take a little bit happen yesterday and it's it's like no what wait what are you doing because the
1: sabotage
0: pro- <laughs> yes mm-hmm. the process gets you ready for the fulfillment right
1: exactly so it's
0: like they're like going you know you get them like you hand them the football and all of a sudden they're like they're scoring touchdowns and that's it i got it blah blah or they're wearing themselves out <laughs> it's, it's like whoa calm down and then you have the others, that's that's the rabbits, right? That's the right, yep. Then you got the others where it's like all of a sudden they're <laughs> oh, <shit>. in slow <laughs> I just love that motion. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like the break. <gasps> Come on. And you're like just centimeter by centimeter seeing them move. That's procrastination, right? <laughs> so both of those are actually a reactions to the fear that you're feeling on the inside. You know, is that funny? That it, it, bump, it, right? it is,
1: it is funny. You know, when we talk about when I mentioned that 99% of what they call the technique is the belief or the faith, mm-hmm. 1% mm-hmm. is the mechanism by which we accomplish that. Right. But you can't get to that. Until you first believe yeah. that you're going to have it, right? Yeah. So here's a story. I'm driving into Clovis, New Mexico, dun, 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 over two years ago. This I can still see it right now. I look at it every morning when I'm going out to Riodoso. And I'm coming into Roswell, and there's this mossy oak sign, and mm-hmm. like for homes, yes. but they got this huge bull elk on it, right? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember I looked at it and that image struck me. I was like, Ugh! and I was kind of sad for a second. I was like, what is it? I was like, I know what it is. I want that. And then I thought, hm, how the hell is this going to happen? And then I just remembered, I don't know how this is going to happen. But I'm gonna make that. And I just drove on into Clovis, driving around and everything like that. Didn't know squat anybody, didn't know Jack, but I knew that when I drove. Out of Clovis, going back to Rio Doso, because I'm preparing to come to Clovis on my assignment. I just kind of came down to check out the community. When I was driving back to Rio Doso and I looked at that sign, I said, you know what? You're going to be on my wall someday Mm -hmm. here pretty soon. Now, fast forward. I'm in here right now. I can't wait for the hunting season because everything that I know right now, I could fill up a small book. But I started With Zilch. Yes. The only thing I had was belief. I just as a matter of fact, it was annoying. It's like I'm doing that. Yes. And look at everything that I do right now. I didn't even know you then. Mm -hmm. So which meant I wouldn't have known Kyle or anyone else. I didn't know any of it. That's a process. So what I'm saying to the listener, almost said the reader, but to the to the listener is you have to trust. The process, the process is really the amount of time that is required for your development. Yes. Your readiness, your preparation so you can step into it, because a part of the process is just that you can't take on something that you're not ready for. Absolutely. Because if you get something that you're not prepared for, you're going to lose it. And we see that in so many different ways, right? So what you're really learning how to do in the process is develop the skills, the patience, the knowledge, the confidence, um, the habits that you need, everything that needs to change so that when you step into that experience, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. that is highlighted by your DCA, when you arrive at that moment, you're not surprised. You're ready because you knew you were supposed to be there because you have been given birth to that moment every day from the time that you conceived it. And that's a secret that people don't understand. Your mind must always be focused on what you want. What you think about most, what you feel strongly about is what's in your life. And what am I saying to you? If your thoughts are full of depression, anxiety, self-doubt, Um, disappointment, that's what you're getting right now. Mm -hmm. And if you don't change, you're still going to continue to get that. Now, am I saying something to make you sad? No, I'm not. You need truth. And the truth is the only way we change our lives Mm -hmm. is to change the way we think. Yes. And we have to change the way we think so we can support the faith that we need to have, that we are able to accomplish What we set our minds to. And a
0: desire fulfilled is a tree of life.
1: Yes, it is. It's
0: the best feeling in the world. And I think the only thing I would um, say to that and ending with would be trust the process, but also enjoy it. There's nothing more exciting than life (laughs) the twists, the turns, you know, the ups, the downs, the surprises. What? I didn't know I'd be doing this, or I didn't know, you know, like all of those things are what make it exciting. And I think sometimes people want just a consistent, this is how, like Groundhog Day, this is how every day looks. I know it's going to look this way. And they find there's a sense of security. You might as well just be put in the grave. That's right. Because all the things that we're discussing in the process, the preparation, and everything that happens is part of the fun and the joy. So my last, uh, you know, what would be maybe... Suggestion is lighten up. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. What are you doing? Yes, I mean lighten up and uh, enjoy it.
1: Exactly. I mean, it's like I'm not going to say anything. Take your D.C.
0: TCA serious, right? Exactly. But lighten up and enjoy the process.
1: You know, I'm when I'm trying to tell people, it's like, you know what? I'm now the guy that I watch on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I'm watching those guys. It's like, guess what I'm doing there now? Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here in the cold, and I'm watching those animals walk past, and they don't know I'm sitting there looking at them. And it's like, I remember that they was like, I can't wait to do that. And it's like, I could have shot that thing, but I didn't because I let it pass. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm a hunter. Okay. <laughs> You know, ladies and gentlemen, it is true what she's saying. You must have fun Mm -hmm. because if you're having fun, then that means you're living your faith.
0: Good way to end, Coach. I like that.